Operation Total Control is a go. Good luck out there, Mother Hen, and Godspeed. Hello, everybody. There are so many good things to report. First off, I am at 96 reviews, four away from my goal of getting to 100 this summer. And summer is just days away from being over. You guys like to keep it suspenseful, don't you? I like that. I can respect that. If you haven't left me a review yet and you want to help me reach my goal, feel free to leave me a review on iTunes. I only need four more of you to do it in order for me to reach my goal. Teamwork makes the dream work. Also, I am doing an art contest for the month of August where a team can win a $100 gift card to Amazon. To enter, listen to my podcast episode from two weeks ago, episode 42, Emotion Monsters, and then draw a picture of your version of an emotion monster. Take a picture and then email it to me at joey at firmlyfounded.com. One artist will be selected to win the gift card. One entry per person, no purchase necessary. I want to see your creativity, so send them my way. Lastly, our August back to school special for the Firmly Founded Teen is almost over. Get $100 off a one year membership and get your teen access to weekly teen training rooms with me and the other Firmly Founded coaches. Get one private coaching session a month and access to our video library where I go more in depth into the secrets for an awesome life that I talk about in this podcast. So if you wanna grab the deal, go to firmlyfounded.com slash teen to sign up. The back to school special ends August 31st, 2021. And now episode 44, Helicopter Mom. It's a quiet night at the State University campus. A handful of students are studying in the library. Groups are socializing in various places across the squad. A couple walks hand in hand down the walkway. All are oblivious to the black helicopter three miles above them in the sky, out of sight and sound, with an insignia on it that belongs to the corporation SPG-22. A woman in a sleek black uniform fit for a ninja steps out to the edge of the open cargo door. Her codename, Mother Hen. She swan dives off the edge and plummets to the campus below. As she approaches the ground, she closes the clamp on a cord still attached to the helicopter, and she slows down to a perfect pace and quietly drops behind a bush outside a dorm room building, unseen. She sneaks around to the north side of the building and scales the outside of Legend Towers. The way she free-climbed, you wouldn't even be able to tell she was almost 50 years old. Mother Hen locates her target's room, 412. It belongs to a college freshman. She jimmies the window and opens it in no time, slipping into the darkened room. Even without the lights on, she can tell it's a mess. Moving swiftly, she starts tidying up the place, putting shirts on hangers, finding missing socks, and wiping up spilled soda on the desk. Suddenly, the dorm room door opens, and the lights turn on. Tanner walks into his room, not noticing anything different. 
not the bed that is now made, or the lady in all black hiding under it. Mother Hen doesn't have to see the target's face to know it's him. She would recognize her son's shoes anywhere. Scuffed, torn at the seams, one of them untied. He's going to trip on that one of these days, she thought. She made herself focus on the mission at hand. Tanner opened up the microwave above his desk and put something in it. Mother Hen could smell it almost instantly. Cup of noodles. With the amount of hot pocket wrappers in his trash can, she knew she couldn't let him have another nutrient-free dinner. While the soup was cooling on his desk, Tanner used the restroom, and Mother Hen used this opportunity to drop in a vitamin-rich additive to his ramen. As Tanner slurped on some soup watching a YouTube video on his laptop, Mother Hen took out her own device, the Mother Hacker 2000. She used it to hack into her son's phone that was sitting just a few feet away and started to delete contacts and unfollow accounts of several girls that didn't seem up to her son's standards based on their social media profiles. It looks like he's been texting back and forth with one in particular, Gretchen. Just a few seconds on her social media feed and Mother Hen could see that Gretchen's track record with boys was horrendous. She uploaded a ghost protocol program to her son's phone. They would now be unable to contact each other digitally in any way. They would both think that the other one ghosted them, but it would be for the best. As Tanner sucked up his last noodle, Mother Hen initiated the Wi-Fi blocking feature. Oh man, crummy school Wi-Fi. Tanner had no connection on his laptop or phone. Mother Hen pushed his freshman composition homework closer to him, stealthily. After a few minutes of trying to get a signal, Tanner looked at his backpack and decided, well, he might as well get some homework done. Success. But after only 10 minutes of work, there was a knock at his door. Yo, Tanner, you in there, bro? There is a killer party going on right now that we gotta go to. What? No way! Tanner closed his book. That voice belonged to Jackson, and Jackson was always aware of where the party was. Tanner could finish his homework later. He got up, headed to the door, and threw it open. But no one was there. Jackson? Tanner looked up and down the hallway. No one was in sight. Weird. I must be hearing things. Tanner closed the door. In a nearby custodial closet just down the hallway, Mother Hen was squished against a dirty mop bucket and an unconscious Jackson. She didn't feel too guilty about her split-second decision to take out Jackson. The party wouldn't be good for Jackson either, and she was pretty confident that chloroform didn't do any long-term damage. When Mother Hen got back outside Tanner's dorm room window and looked inside, it wasn't good. Tanner had changed clothes. It appears that he decided to go look for a party anyway, even without Jackson. Curses! As Tanner looked through his room for a pair of good, non-trashy shoes, Mother Hen's heart nearly stopped. In her haste to get to Jackson first, she had left the Mother Hacker 2000 under the bed, right next to Tanner's pair of Kobe's. Tanner bent down to check under his bed. Mother Hen tried to sneakily enter the room, but got stuck in a string of LED lights that hung around the window, 
and she crashed to the floor. They both stood up. Tanner was holding the Mother Hacker 2000 and looked shocked and very confused. Mom? What are you doing here? What, what are you wearing? Mother Hen snatched the device from her son and quickly sent a distress signal. Sweetie, I know this looks odd, but, but this is for your own good. Is that tablet thing yours? I'm only doing this because I love you. I want what's best for you. Mother Hen deployed sleeping gas from the tech on her wrist, and Tanner passed out onto the bed. She tied it up before she left, finishing Tanner's homework and tucking him in. She knew in the morning this would be but a distant and strange dream for him. The sound of the SBG-22 helicopter approached, and a rope appeared outside the window. She attached herself to it and blew a kiss to her sweet, sleeping boy. I love you, sweetie. And with that, Mother Hen ascended into the night sky, back to the helicopter from whence she came. All right, that was a story that I got in mind after talking with uh, another friend of mine and life coach, Heather Frazier, who works with parents who want to improve their relationship with their child. And I got that story uh, idea after talking with her and at an, an event we were at a couple weeks ago. And she told me something that she's doing this year. And I'm like, oh my goodness, I had the perfect story for this. So I, and I have Heather with me today. Heather, how did you enjoy that story? It was totally awesome. <laughs> I can see a lot of my clients in it and my heart goes out to them because we totally do want to make sure everything goes well <laughs> with our kids when they leave the nest. So stressful. Right? Yeah. And and you are doing something this year for parents of seniors, correct? Yes. This Tell is more. only this is only for parents of seniors because that last year with them home, it's kind of like having a newborn. There are a lot of really specific to that time frame um obstacles and milestones and markers that you really want to hit that are super important and um, are very specific just to that time frame. Yeah, I didn't recognize that for moms. For teens, I'm like, yeah, 100%, right? It's prom and there's this and there's that. And there's like, uh, you know, college acceptance letters and all this stuff's going on for teens. And that's been my area of focus. I didn't yeah. think about poor mom and dad. <laughs> yeah, it's really hard. So I have a 20-year-old. Um, she's starting her junior year at the U. And then my son, my only son, is a senior this year. Mm. And at, having launched one already, I mean, I still beg her to come home <laughs> on the weekends. I'm like, are you going to come see us? <laughs> Just because she's only about 45 minutes away. But uh, this group is designed to make your last year with them home, the most powerful and to really set the foundation for them becoming adults and for you pivoting in your role as their parent. Because let's be honest, you can't be that mom who shows up at the dorm room and does all of the things. <laughs> that's, I mean, you can be, but that's just weird. And your child probably won't like it. <laughs> no, I, I would imagine I, not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the character, Mother Hen, she's a lot 
kinder and more lovey-dovey than the parents that I work with who try these tactics. They tend to be a little more fearful, a little more scared, which comes off as maybe aggression and maybe manipulation. Um, so, so at the end of the story, when they yeah. like ran into each other, mm-hmm. instead of her being like, it's for your best, sweet, she should be like, I know what's best for you. I think like more, more of a kind of a heightened energy. Is that what you're saying? Oftentimes, yes. <laughs> maybe not all the time, but yeah, it's a little, because fear does crazy things to us as parents. Mm. And, and when we think that our child has to be doing things a certain way, it creates a lot of fear for their, for their future. And we yeah. think it's necessary to control. So in this group, we are going to work on improved communication. We are going to provide a safe place to share your struggles and uh, what you're confronting and trying to overcome and work through. We're obviously going to have new friendships. I'm going to coach a ton. They're 90 minute sessions. And so there's going to be time for everyone because it's a super small group to bring exactly what they're dealing with. And the awesome thing is, I don't know what you think, Joey, about this, but sometimes when I'm getting coached, I'm super nervous and I can't think soak in as much. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no processing thinking. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. But when somebody else is getting coached, oftentimes I learn more because I'm in a more relaxed state. Yeah. So yeah. the coaching both for you and Watching other people get coached is going to be super, super helpful. And we're just going to go over all of the things that uh, we can stress about, right? Like my sister has a senior this year and they're already stressing about college applications. And when mom and dad are stressed about it, our kids track that and they're going to be super anxious about it, which oftentimes leads to them doing nothing. Mm which compounds mom and dad's stress. So if we can control mom and dad's stress level and create a relaxed space for them, then their child is going to be more responsive and um, potentially not freeze. Yeah, this is awesome because this is the first time I've had somebody on where we can talk to the parents as well as the teens. And because the parents, I know you're, you're listening. I, I've I've gotten a lot of comments and reviews uh, from parents being like, "Yes, I listen to this with my teen and all that." So, parents, I know you're there. Teen, we also are going to talk about some things that you can do if you have a quote unquote helicopter parent, right? And you are either a senior or I mean, just really any grade in high school. Uh, so, I, I want to get to to that right now. So, Heather, oh, first off, I want to point out what's the what are you calling your group this year? Yeah, it is the parents of 22 graduates. So 2022 grad parents. Okay, because I went on your website and I saw that it was, um, mm-hmm. uh, that's actually where the SPG22 came from. Um, I forgot what it was, what the acronym was, but I went on your website uh, through your Instagram. I went on there and it was uh-huh. like, I, I saw that it, it was being called something SPG or what was the acronym. So I, uh, I, I threw that on the helicopter. Yeah. I love it. Senior parent group. That's amazing. There it is. Yes. I was like, I knew there was (laughs) the senior parent group for 2022. Right. Uh, yes. So tell us what would be maybe one or two main, um, either tools, tips, or strategies that you're going to be working with those parents this year. 
Yeah. The main pain point that I see with parents in pretty much every situation is thinking that things should be different, whether it's the circumstance or their child. So I've had some parents ask, like, what if I don't even know if my child is going to graduate high school, let alone go to college? Can I still join the group? Yes, for sure. Because when we think that things should be different, we put up a lot of resistance, which causes a lot of pain. And so when we can feel our way into acceptance, then it lessens the pain and gives us space for everywhere else to improve. Mm, I like that. Um, Thinking things should be different causes pain, right? Or lack of, of acceptance. Yeah. And that brings up pain. Teens, did you hear that? That this is what's going on in your parents' brain. If you have a parent who uh, is part of the helicopter parent squad, um, <laughs> then this is what's going on in, in their brain. I, I coach a lot of teens mm-hmm. who, and, and young adults, college students who are like, dude, my mom or my dad. And they're always, they like to use the word controlling me. They're always trying to control me. They're always doing things with like, um, you know, like, pseudo motives, you know, like these, uh, you know, Oh, Hey, could you, could you go uh, down and just run to the store? Oh, and on the way, can you actually apply for college or something like that? You know, I, I don't know what, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, you know, there, and it, it, it does seem very passive aggressive. Yeah. Um, and it's like, ah, and they get really frustrated because they're always saying this, they're trying to control. They don't trust. They, uh, you know, want me to do these things or whatever. And I always try to coach them to stop writing those stories. Stop telling yourself that they're doing it for these nefarious reasons, right? Like like they don't trust you or anything like that. It sounds like from your experience that that these moms and dads, they're they're afraid and it's something that's more internal for them than it is external or internal for their, what they, they think about their team. Totally. The drama and the fear is, of course, the parent is creating that for themselves because they have this picture of the right way, mm. right? The The right way looks this way. And if their child doesn't fit that, then something has gone wrong. And that's super painful. And in order to squelch that pain, they think that they need to control the child to conform to the right way. But that doesn't work because teenagers don't like to be controlled. <laughs> so this is true. This is true. So it's so much easier for the parent to question their expectation and if it's serving them. And and nine times out of ten, it's really not. So what would you say? And we we are going to get you to to um, reveal what you, how you would phrase the secret for an awesome life for the parent. We're actually guys. We're going to have two secrets in this episode. One for teens and young adults and one for parents. So Heather, what would you say is the secret for an awesome life for a parent who is dealing with this? Yes. I like to liken it to theater, which you love. I love theater. Right? So when our children are infants and little, we are the lead and they watch us and adore us and love us and we're their world. And slowly we go to being a secondary on the stage and then we go to backstage. And by the time they're ready to launch, we are just in the front row cheering them on, 
and watching as their, their life unfolds. And so that is kind of the secret sauce is to know your place and to kind of come to terms with that and accept that. I mean, I don't want my mom telling me what to do. Yeah. (laughs) I'm a grown woman. Yeah. I just want her cheering me on and supporting me and to know our place and to respect that and to be there to love and support when it's necessary, but to sit in the front row and cheer them on. I love that analogy, right? That is so powerful, right? (laughs) Know your role, know your place, right? It, It could sound harsh, but when, when you really look at it, it's like, yeah, no, that, that makes sense. Your college freshman doesn't want you on stage with him, right? Like at trying to even no. be a supporting character a- in his life. No, don't check their phone on your iPhone to make sure or their location to make sure oh. they're in class or in church or wherever they should be. <laughs> don't do that. It's nice. not your place. Love that. I love that secret. Know <laughs> your place. Know your role as a, a parent and, and play it. Play it well, right? Yeah. Like you can, you can be the best audience member for your, uh, your child. Totally. Yeah. I love that. And so for teens, your secret for an awesome life, don't ascribe nefarious motives to your mom's or dad's controlling, uh, antics, quote unquote, controlling antics, just <laughs> love them. Realize that is coming from a place of fear for them. Um, and yes, it's a, it's fear about you, but it really it's internal for them. And it's it's the same thing for you. It's like nothing has gone wrong here. They're they're just being a typical, from what it seems like from Heather's experience, a very typical mom or dad who's concerned and and has fear all these fears based on their own thoughts and what's yeah. going on in their own brain. Yeah, totally. When I ask them why they're doing that, they they say it's just I love them so much. I want them to have you know their best life, but really that's fear. Mm. Because if they wanted them to have their, and they don't even see it, right? It's totally innocent. If they wanted them to have their best life, then they would accept the reality and um, and just love their kid right where they're at. And that doesn't mean accepting all of their choices, right? Like if your child is getting stoned every day, it's not a, you have to cheer them on and be like, yay for you. <laughs> <laughs> Great job rolling that blunt. <laughs> um, but, but loving them enough to find them the help and do all of the things out of love versus fear feels very different to everyone involved. Yeah. So, so if there's a team listening right now, who let's say has a parent who is very much a part of the, uh, the controlling parents, uh, squad. Um, where can these teens send their parents to find you? Yes. So I am on Instagram and I have, um, a website as well. Heather Frazier coaching is my Instagram. And in my bio, with all my little links. You can find my podcast, my website. You can, um, get to my group, which my group is super awesome. My parents of 2022 graduates, it's going to run the whole entire school year. And we're going to meet twice a month. And it's only $2,022. Like the year they're graduating. That's a steal for a year of coaching. Yeah, it really is. And so for sure, 
get your parents to come check it out. If you want to see my website, it's just heatherfraser.com. Fraser has a ZI in the middle. Um, we'll put all the links in the show notes. So my website, my Insta, come check me out. Send me some DMs. I'd love to be your friend. <laughs> awesome. Heather, thank you very much for coming on and talking to the, the parents of the teens who listen to my podcast. <laughs> I love teenagers and I have found the best way to help them is to help their parents. You're really doing them a solid. So thank you for the work that you do. <laughs> well, thanks for having me on, Joey. It's been super fun. This month in the Firmly Founded Teen, we are focusing on back-to-school mental prep. If you're nervous or dreading school or feeling overwhelmed about the year ahead, we got you. We can help you clean up your mind drama and better enjoy and better perform this school year. Go to firmlyfounded.com teen to sign up. The first 30 days are free to try out. This year doesn't need to be as hard as you think. So come into the membership, learn some skills that will help you throughout this entire school year.